You are listening to one of my favorite podcasts, The Brain and the Brand Show, with Timothy Maurice. Where you'll hear science and inspiration from guests like neuroscientist Dr. Tara Swart. Hi guys, welcome to The Brain and Brand Show. This week, I'm in Rome, Italy, researching and learning from global entrepreneurs, how they are staying resilient and leading at the highest level while making an impact and serving. Over a few days, investors, innovators, and leading global entrepreneurial minds will be discussing some of Africa's and the world's boldest solutions and creative ideas. The following seven-minute episode offers snippets from our first dinner and breakfast conversation. I hope this inspires you the way it's inspiring me. You'll see their website on how you can connect with them and engage and be moved further at the end of the episode. Enjoy. The madness of this is I genuinely believe we'll show up at a global summit one day and we'll have an Olympian and a, a UWC fighter and, and then everybody will wonder when it happened and how and it's because we chose to serve. <laughs> Harambians are radically passionate, innovative, and focused courageously on serving and solving real problems. Hi, I'm Timothy Maurice, a behavioral psychology author and researcher, and I'm delighted to partner with the Harambian Alliance to share the Harambian story of impact and evolution. As we arrived in Rome, Italy, one of the first conversations I observed was around service, but not just service, service in the middle of a pandemic with an ambiance only curated by the countrysides of Rome in the backdrop. The founder, Okendo Luis Gale, asked the simple question, how have you served during COVID? And without hesitation, inspiring ideas about service began to reverberate throughout the room. During the pandemic, as you knew, a lot of people lost their jobs. So a lot of developers, junior developers and mid-developers uh, were looking for opportunities. So what we did is uh, we took that Rolodex and we actually uh, paired them to uh, different startups that were looking for uh, that kind of talent. On another note, uh, during this period, I had extra time to actually mentor a couple of upcoming uh, entrepreneurs. Service of the COVID period was not really linked to my venture, which is a venture capital fund. But uh, my friends and I have a non-profit organization where we mentor and tutor high school girls and basically help them apply for university. The pandemic was an opportunity for us to think differently outside the box. And uh, most Harambians think... Uh, nothing nothing is impossible if you have the right people surrounding you and with a fellow Harambian Janae Duplessis who's not here and a bunch of other very smart people we set up the first the first ever African born African resident fund for African entrepreneurs pre-series A and uh, 15 months later we're a 20 million dollar fund that's completely the following morning, the Oppenheimer Foundation hosted a breakfast, and the question around the table was, what has been your rose, bud, and thorn experience? Our rose at the moment, we have a business called Code for Kids. It's a way for that we train teachers in schools around, actually now the world, to teach coding, robotics, and IT to students mostly in junior school. Um, it's been an awesome program to run. It's really kind of the passion 
business of mine, um, and it's doing very well, but it's got really hit quite badly with COVID. And just this week, so five days ago, we launched <coughs> our online drone course, and we did it in partnership with a company called Aerobotics. Um, they scan drones for the health of crops. And so we took the best kind of drone engineers in the, in the world, we think, and then we combined them with the Code Kids teachers, and we created this online course where instead of schools having to buy drones, every student gets their own drone now that simulates and can run and scan a crop and they do coding while it's going on and they're learning about it. And we launched that and it's just in the five days that it's been out, we just have been blown away by the, the kind of interest and excitement around it. So that's definitely the rose at the moment. So it's, it's primarily in South Africa, but we... About 90% of our, so we have about 30,000 students doing it every week. There's about 100 schools who are on the system. Um, but we've, since probably about six months ago, it started really picking up again as schools have opened because it's taught in a computer class. We try and solve a textbook for coding robotics and IT. It's not an after-school program. It's not only for the top students. It's for everyone. Um, all school, all junior, all junior schools is primarily yeah. So it's not too expensive. Yeah, it's hundred to two hundred rand per student per year. So ten dollars per student per year. Price of a textbook. So we've now got some schools in the UK signing up. We actually had our first school in New Zealand last week. That's another rose, I suppose. Um, uh, Botswana, Namibia, uh, Canada, Kuwait. So we have have a few schools in outside of South Africa. Okay, so Linda Dampa. I'm the co-founder and CEO of Adeba Nature, which is a dermocosmetics company that manufactures now 14 skincare and hair care products um, from Côte d'Ivoire. So um, rose, thorn, and bud. So my rose is going to be my rose for a while. Um, I just had a baby. <laughs> After breakfast, I asked the Oppenheimer team how they felt about the entrepreneurs they're supporting and what their vision was. And how are you guys feeling about the breakfast? Yeah, really great, actually. Um, I always find that you turn up at these events, um, I feel like it's been a long time to get there, and then you wake up and spend an hour with the most inspiring young people who are creating new businesses, who are solving problems, and who are just full of energy, so really, really kind of energized. Yeah, I think it's great. Um, I think it was wonderful to hear how open and frank they were about the challenges they're facing, not only in their businesses, but you know, in their personal lives and how they are transparent about those challenges and are working through them as business people and as, as young people as well. Moving forward, how do you guys really hope to support them on a, on a much deeper level? So it's an interesting question because obviously when we first um, joined the network as partners, it was very much about trying to build out and formalize some of the structures um, because Akendo kind of started this amazing group of people, but they didn't have a lot of the pieces in place. And I think in the three years we've been involved, those have really fallen into place and there's a great team. And, it's, and so I think we're going to be moving into a new phase as we work with Harambians um, and, and I've discussed this with, with Jonathan, our principal, to think around how do we create introductions, networks, opportunities for mentorship and connections, um, which we privilege enough to have. So I think it's, it's an interpersonal commitment and connection, but it's also just broadening it out into um, helping them grow their businesses in whatever way we can. 
Make sure you go to Harambian.com to engage, support, and be inspired by the work Harambians are doing. The music in this episode was provided by Zachariah George as he serenaded us on the piano on the first night after dinner. <laughs> <laughs>